Good day, people. Welcome to the Dr. Slick Show. This is Dr. Slick, your regular host. And today we have a guest in the house all the way from the United States of America. Uh, love her to introduce herself. But before she introduces herself, I'd love to share this with you all. Hmm. Once again, I'll say this. Whatever you find yourself doing and you love what you do, keep doing it because that's where God is. Yeah, God will always come when you do what you love. And talking about what you love doing, today we have a guest in the house that loves to do what she's so passionate about. So I'd love her to introduce herself to you all. Excuse me. Welcome to the Dr. Sleek Show, Taisha. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, so I think I have quite a few things that I enjoy doing, um, but one that I feel is most impactful and very necessary is financial education. Um, it's something that I got into quite a while ago once I started taking a hold of my own finances and started to realize that we aren't taught much about it and um, and even though we aren't taught much about it it's it, it surrounds us um, everything that we do deals with finances um, on so many different levels so it's it's something that I feel that is necessary for people of all ages to learn. I don't think that you're ever too too young to learn about it. Um, that That's one of my focuses when it comes to passions that I have. Brilliant. Okay, um, before we go deep into this or before we dive into this, I'd love my listeners to know who Taisha is. I'd love you if you introduce yourself to them. Oh, awesome. Well... Um, a bit about me. I am born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. Um, when I graduated from college, say that was 2016, moved out to New York, um, have been doing quite a bit in New York until recently um, when I moved out to Dallas. So I'm someone who enjoys travel, um, definitely feel like uh, our experiences and and yeah mostly our experiences really make up who we are I feel like me moving out to New York and meeting so many different people and uh, really being able to experience so many different things really shaped who I am and my perspective on things today so I'm someone who loves to learn and loves to teach Um, I always feel like I am a student no matter no matter where I am who I'm with I'm always finding something to learn I feel like we're always students and you know as we as we learn as students uh, it's it's our duty to give back you know to share that knowledge especially something that will positively positively impact others I feel like that's something that I learned while being in New York. Um, wow. So much in New York, and yeah, that that's something that I a, a big takeaway from from living in New York for sure. Wow, 
um, I'd love to say that New York and Lagos in Nigeria are they share some kind of similarities in the sense that um, New York is never stops the beats goes on 247 Lagos is like that too. and uh, these two places are very expensive places to live so um, we're coming back to where we are meant to be which is the financial aspects and you talked about perspectives and talked about learning as part of your journey um, mm-hmm. so what financial uh, education would you love to dish out to that person to mm. you right now and who barely know what it takes or what it means to say for the future mm. What does it take? What does it mean to save for the future? Um, I would say what it means um, to save for the future is freedom, Mm. freedom and independence. Um, Mm. That's ultimately my goal when I sit down with someone, when I speak to someone is to get someone in the position where um, not necessarily where they don't have to work or where they don't have to, you know, lift the finger, right? I, I don't want people to just, you know, sit around and <clears throat> be lazy and things like that. But mm. but to get to people where working isn't necessarily a necessity, where it's it's a choice. Mm. Um, you want to have the choice and the freedom to do what you'd like to do. <clears throat> A lot of people now, um, especially here in America, a lot of our senior citizens, unfortunately, a lot of them, um, once they do, quote unquote, retire, Mm. you see them going back to work and they'll get small jobs. I know when I graduated high school, I started working at Walmart and I found myself next to so many older individuals. I'm speaking 60 and up Mm. um, working. You know, working, coming in every day, just like me, um, wow. you know, lifting things, moving around just like me. And it was I didn't really understand at that time how um, how finances really, really determined, you know, your your life situation and, and mm-hmm. where you are today and tomorrow um, and, and how you're just able to navigate through the world. Mm-hmm. And that's how powerful finances are. But uh, yeah, I didn't really understand. I just thought like, well, you know, they're older. Maybe maybe this is something that they may want. But a lot of times it's not a want. It's a, it's a necessity. Um, because they didn't properly plan or you're told you go to work for a certain amount of years and um, this is what you have. And then you retire at such and such age. But... Mm-hmm. The thing is that retirement is not an age. It's a mm. financial number. You have to have a certain amount set away for you to be able to live comfortably and not have to, you know, go back and and work and do things that you may not necessarily want to do. Mm. And I don't want to say, you know, not work at all because myself, I feel like I'll be doing some kind of work for the rest of my life. Uh, I feel like I'll always want to do something. I don't feel like I'll ever want to just, um, I would say like 
just stay home or anything like that or just garden <laughs> you know I know some people where that's their you know they they enjoy it oh I just garden I just stay at home I have my grandchildren every so often and, and that's my life but me I'm, I feel like even in my later years I will want to still go out into the community still uh, probably do consulting something I don't mm. feel like I'll ever not want to do the mm. work that I do mm. Interesting. Wow. So, um, don't you think most people keep walking their old age because they don't want to feel bored and not because of lack of finances? I think that is something as well. Um, I would say that those that have a choice, they have a choice of feeling bored. I don't think that everybody has a choice of being bored but I think those that have a choice yes they definitely want to have some type of activity even me I'm thinking I don't want to be that that person that you know bored I, I want to have something I want to do something yeah. um, and you do see that a lot even um, yeah. you senior centers where you know they can have different activities like yeah. that so yeah that, that is something as well those that have a choice um, say their children are older and probably have moved away and uh, they probably don't get to see their grandchildren so often they probably do get bored even um, say maybe they're widowed or um, something of that nature and they are alone without a spouse um, I, I see that also and they want to find activities and things of that nature so work can become a type of community or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For them to still be able to smile, assist people, speak to people. Mm-hmm. And then you also get some type of income, right? So yeah. uh, rather than just going and spending money so that you're not bored, you're making money so that you're not bored. So <laughs> that, that, mm-hmm. I agree. Wow. Okay. Um, great talk from you so far. Um, as regards your experience and um, some of the practical realities you met on ground in your evolutionary uh, phase. Okay, now let's come back to finances and managing finances. At what point should one prepare for one's financial future? Mm, I say as early as you can. Um, you can honestly as a parent you can start preparing things for your child even before they're born Uh, you you can get things set up um, start saving it's never too early Um, I say if you can do it you can start for your child before they're even able to say people usually get jobs what around like 17 18 Um, I was working around like 16 years old working at the daycare Um, yeah I I started learning how to save pretty young uh, or you know some even younger than that right they probably do chores around around their home and get paid if you have that luxury and your parents are doing that for you Um, I never had that but I know that that is another way for you know children to kind of 
earn and learn about finances at a younger age. And, and there's different things that you can incorporate for your children as well. But I say it's never too early to, you know, just have a head start. So many of us, you know, don't even don't even get the chance to even start ourselves. And if parents can, if you as a parent can give one gift to your child, I would say it's starting them, you know, um, on a financial track, on, on the right financial track. I think that's a amazing gift to give a child. And although they, they may not be able to appreciate it in their younger years, believe me, once they get older, once they get to college and they want to go to different places, I, I didn't, I stayed home for college um, because of finances. I, I didn't want my parents to have to, well, uh, I'm not sure if, if it's the same for everybody, but here in America, you have to pay for school. <laughs> you have to pay for everything here in America. Everything costs, but uh, school can be quite expensive and there's in-state fees and out-of-state fees. And, for college, out-of-state fees are much more expensive if you <clears throat> go to school in the state that you that you don't live in. So, I, I decided to stay home, and I also uh, lived with my dad during that time with my parents. So, yeah, I, I would say it's never too late uh, as adults, and as even younger children, right? When you, even as a teenager, you want to go out to the movies and things like that. If you already have kind of start a savings plan for your child and set things up for them they'll understand and they'll I think they'll be able to um, just appreciate it more um, and also if you find a way for them to earn money as well in a younger age they'll they'll also be able to better appreciate that money and I think make better choices as an adult because sometimes you don't learn it as a child and as an adult you start trying and you, you do what's called trial and error and you make some mistakes and you said, oh man, I wish I would have knew this at a young age. Yeah. Well, um, talking about appreciation, um, we appreciate your time for this episode and um, you've spoken so well so far. Uh, but we let you go because definitely in our subsequent episode we would love to know the kind of services and advice that you render or that you offer and uh, we'll get you to talk so more we'll get you to talk more about financial independence and how people can save for the future, the rainy days ahead and all of that. So, right. before we call this particular episode a wrap-up, what advice would you give to that person listening right now as regards financial independence and sustenance? Well, give <clears throat> any advice it would be it's important make sure that you are focusing on your credit um, here it's a, a really big thing um, a lot of things are determined by your credit um, mm. to 
start saving, I would say budgets. I started implementing a budget when I graduated college and helped me. Uh, we do have tools that will allow people to track and that's something that I can um, send to you if anybody has any questions about it. Uh, but yes, have a budget, a tracker, um, make sure that you're tracking your expenses. So that's anything that you in um, versus mm. anything the expenses that you have going out and also protection uh, that's the foundation once you get a savings and a proper budget in place you want to make sure that you're protected you already have right assets and you want to protect important assets but a lot of people don't see themselves as, as because what if you're supporting family and one day you trip and fall and you no longer um are bringing in that income, then what happens? If you're not properly protected, then then what's going to happen to the family? And, and you've seen a lot of that during this time with COVID. A lot of the breadwinners in the family, the people who are bringing in the money, have gotten sick or they couldn't go to work for some time. And then the, the family was missing that income hmm. and, and they were stuck. Um, a lot of people had to move out of their homes. They lost their houses. Uh, so, so you want a protection, and so that's um, also insurance. You want to make sure, uh, sure. inform. There's so many different forms. Educate yourself. We do have classes. We are strongly invested in education. It's very important, and what you have, what your needs are, because everybody's situation is not the same. So everybody's situation should not be treated this. Should not be treated. It should be treated differently. Because me as a single individual, I don't need the same thing as someone who may have four children who may be taking care of their parents and things of that nature. Totally different plan than what than what I need. So, hmm. so yeah. And I would, I would also say, uh, emergency funds. I think we really seen how important emergency funds um, are over the past year or so. Right? Uh, at least I. I say personally, at least nine to 12 months of an emergency uh, of, of, of income. So you want to make sure that you're prepared for that. Um, yeah, I, I would say those are kind of like the fundamentals, proper protection, budgeting, uh, yeah. making sure that you are able to save and also having an emergency fund just in case something happens. And then you can go into building wealth and preserving it and making sure that uh, your money is lasting uh, not just for your children but then your children's children and all the generations right there's ways to preserve wealth which a lot of people do yeah um, but but everybody doesn't have access to that information so that's something that uh, we focus on we want to make sure that people have the knowledge and also the resources to do so the knowledge and also the resources to do so two key words hmm Yes. knowledge and the resources wow well this is enlightening and highly educative um, where can the listeners follow you on social media oh so I am on LinkedIn first name last name Taisha Liddell I am on Instagram at Taisha Talk so that E-Y-I-S-H-A talks L-K-S um, you can find me there 
I'm also at Twitter on Taisha Talks as well. So, um, yeah, feel free to follow me and reach out if you have any questions also. And what about the classes? Is it free or is there a payment for the classes? Yes, yeah, so the classes are um, $100 for the classes, um, but that will give you access to our full extensive um, background of uh, everything that we provide. We also have created an app that we will be launching. Uh, so I look forward to that, but that will give you um, access to not just the information and the classes, but also the instructors. So if you uh, find something that there's so many different topics, uh, the X curve, there's insurance, there's retirement, business, um, business solutions. So a lot of business owners and what they should do and the different things that are available to them and different resources if you have questions and you're learning things on the app and you have questions, uh, you can reach out to those instructors. You have um, access to them, direct access to them. You can ask them, oh, you know, how do I do this? What are the steps? Um, is, you know, where can I find this or any resources in regards to this topic? There's also infinite banking, uh, which is something really big. I would say look into that, but we have class on it. So, um, yes, but that's all for $100, which this information is usually provided for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. You usually have to go to school and pay thousands of dollars uh, to learn this stuff. But we provide it because we know that education is just so important. And um, it's just time that that we focus on it you know okay great awesome and talking about focusing on it we hope when we send you an invite again for a subsequent episode we hope to get you here again yeah awesome thank you for having me thank all you right. for having me <laughs> awesome great all right people that's our show for today um we just looked into Taisha uh, talk on financial independence and freedom. Uh, do not worry, folks. We still got this topic covered. We're still going to cover it again in subsequent edition. But we have to say our goodbyes. And you have a great day, everyone listening. Please do not forget to share this with your friends. Tell them about Dr. Slick. The podcast series and do not forget to drop your comments if you want to reach out to Ty just send me a message and I'll send it across to her okay alright guys do have yourself a great day bye bye